0: Rebecca with Conscious Accounting. Today I'm here with Coastal Creative Team and I'm here to learn all about their business and get some tips about how to start a business and how they started their business and just learn all about their journeys to uh, being professional creatives. Um, So thank you guys so much for being here today. Absolutely. Well, who should we start with? I have so many questions for you all. I would love to talk about just, you know, how you go from being a solopreneur, you know, being a freelancer doing creative work on your own to then joining forces as a team like you guys have with Coastal Creative. Um, so, yeah, I would love to maybe we could start by you could each share your individual stories of kind of how you got here. And then uh, we can then talk as a group about just so how you guys all yeah. join forces.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Well, um, the oldest, actually, you're the oldest. You start. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, start, <laughs> let's <laughs> respect already... our elders here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I
2: started my little business, um, Normal Network, three years ago in Dallas with mm-hmm. uh, with two friends, uh, Deontay Thibodeau and Craig Brooks. Um, how it started, um, we, we met at a uh, Taco Tuesday party. Oh, nice. And we were talking about like uh, wanting to start our own businesses. And Deontay was like, hey, so I have an actual like building where me and my business partner are operating um out of and we do like business consultations for like entrepreneurs or like you know uh young businesses and um would you like to like offer your services um and put normal network in the building and so we can bring in a client we can get their business set up and if they need anything artistic or their marketing or logos or videos we'll send them to you wow and so we do that for for a while and um and we found a lot of success but we also found like a lot of ways of how not to run a business. And um Interesting.
0: Do you have any like tips for people of how not to?
2: How not to? <laughs> um knowing your price before before they come in. Mm. Um don't, you know, like sit there and like basically negotiate prices in front of them because it'll make them feel a little a little weird. Mm. Um there's a lot of that. Um, happening just because we were we were brand new to business we're brand new to bringing in clients so we didn't really know how to navigate that well Um, but yeah so things didn't really work out with that um, Endeavor in Dallas and then I moved to California did some work out there and I moved here for Mm -hmm. another job and all of 2019 uh, last year I I quit my job and I was like let me just try this thing like full-time and so I went out found clients. Um, how do
0: you do that? Like, how how did you trust yourself enough to, you know, because that's a, a big, scary jump to only, do that?
2: Only because, like, I had to tap into it again. Um, I dropped out of uh, film school mm-hmm. when I was 22. I had a great camera mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that my dad, you know, supported me and bought me. And it was, wow. like, a, it was like, one of those big body ones. Yep. And uh, I was, like, I was 22, had this camera, and... And I had to tap into that that work mode um, because I needed to pay my my yeah. rent. You know, yeah. I needed to live, and so I went around and asked multiple little like shops and stores, or like you know, like um, um, rap artists if they needed videos, and uh-huh. I was just shooting my ass off, just wow. shooting anything.
3: That's how Dwight and I met. Really, <laughs> a yeah. rap video
2: consultant for a rap,
0: rap video. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh wow! I'm, this is the best podcast episode ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so from twenty two uh, to twenty five I did that. Okay. And then I then I got into like the nine to five world.
0: uh uh-huh. And then what did you do in the nine to five world? Was it still creative work? Or? It was
2: it was it's it's always been creative work. Okay. And so um when I was twenty five I took a job as a graphic designer. Okay. Um and I Do did you think it,
0: that helped you like it, getting it, a glimpse at that?
2: It it helped. It helped tenfold. I mean, I went into this uh job blind. Um I didn't know how to use an iMac, and I didn't <laughs> an know how to use Illustrator, and I lied my way through the interview because nice. I needed this job. <laughs> yes, you know, and so luckily I sat next to a very like seasoned artist, and she um, she gave me all the all the tips and tricks of how to how to design basically, mm-hmm. and so I picked it up really quick, and um, and I just just started designing my ass off. I got really really good at it, and I did it for about a year and six months. And um, I went from there into fashion design. After that, I worked for another company where I designed dresses and t shirts and um, for like Hot Topic and Old Navy and all those fun places. And then then took a job at Mitchell Nest where I was designing like snapbacks and hats Mm -hmm. and jerseys um, in California. But I really wanted to get into filmmaking and like just being on set Mm
4: -hmm. again.
2: And so I found a job at Ion Television in Clearwater and moved out here. So I worked for them for a year. I quit. then I tapped back into that mode of, like, let me go find some clients and Mm -hmm. do this thing full-time because that's what I love. That's what I love doing. Um, Along the way, I met, um, I got really busy um, late last year with with multiple shoots. Like, my client wanted me to be in, like, three places at once. I couldn't (laughs) do it. So I had to, like, pull from some resources. And luckily, I met um, these fine Group of men with a camera, and yes. uh, and I started reaching out to them. I reached out to Clay to pick up um, a shoe, Koji, Zach, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And and that was pretty much, like, one of the first times we ever kind of, like, you know, went through transactions mm-hmm. with each other uh-huh. and paid each other. And used to like, come to the
1: gym and drop off checks when we talk about y- filming. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and so we started to build that that connection and that rapport. Mm-hmm. Then and kind
0: of test the waters with each other. Exactly,
2: and, and we found yeah. a lot of uh like it was a very symbiotic you know relationship, yeah. and um and it was good. It, it was good natured. Wow. And then yeah, earlier this year, Zach was the man who uh who pulled the pulled the cord and was like, "Yo, let's let's do this thing. Let's let's, let's, let's get together. Here. Yeah, and, uh, let's rip. Yeah, let's <laughs> rip." So
0: would you say? You know, when you're when you're getting that feeling of like I'm being asked to be in three places at once, mm-hmm. that's kind of how you know that you might need, you know, some yeah. teammates. Yeah.
2: And and that was that was a good feeling. That was a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. it was never a shortage of work. You know, I'd be I would be like scared if it was just like one shoot a week. You right. know, one shoot a month. Right. But I was like booked multiple times wow. like on the, every single weekend of every single month, you know, and wow. it, it got it was a lot of work. Um, but I think like the beautiful thing about working and finding each other was that I come with,, um, you know, an arsenal of like yeah. skills, but I don't have skill set in how to like budget and manage right. money mm-hmm. or finances mm-hmm. or um, a lot of things that um, that Zach has opened up. He really opened up that that arena for me to step into and to learn learn um, learn from um, especially because of his, of his uh his background and his experience of running multiple businesses yeah. and um and having um having that knowledge that he can pass down to all of us because now like i'm using his vernacular at times and, <laughs> oh, I'm, right. and I'm, I'm picking up picking up not up, too much uh, of it I hope. i'm picking up what he's putting down and uh and it's really it's really helping me and and it's honestly evolving all of us
0: that's amazing yeah it's really cool Wow.
1: And it flows both ways, man, because I just got into filming when I met you. and I would filmed in high school, but I hadn't done it in over a decade. And when you came in and we were starting to film at the, the weekend spots, it was your confidence in your filming and like how busy you were. I was like, oh, you can actually do this in this town. You can be freelance. Absolutely. Because at the time, that's all I wanted to do was just freelance video. Mm-hmm. And then, so the confidence you had coming in there, I was like, okay, cool. I can latch onto this guy. I can, can kind of see where he's going and go film stuff. And then... Whenever we started working together, that's when I realized, okay, there is a business to this. We have to, if we're going to come together, we have to like tap into some of my soft skills, if you will. But I evolved by learning from you guys about how to camera angles, lighting, uh, techniques, different gear, different approaches, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And then graphic designs walked in our door one day, which was (laughs) a whole nother can of worms I'd never even (laughs) thought about. I bought a little stupid tablet. I was like, I want to do graphic designs. I'm going to do it. Huey on, here we come, and then I got like <laughs> two weeks into That's how I started too. that's, yeah. why, that's wow. how
3: I started. Yeah, that little tablet. Dwight really forged a path, though. I mean, like you're the reason why I'm here. Wow. Like, kind of okay, tell us. Where? Um, my story is long. We got time. <laughs> when it started, like the Cambrian period. I want to start at. But I didn't start as a creative, oh, so wow. I. I mean, I, I've always had like. Um, like a propensity to be creative, mm-hmm. and I always, I always really liked that world, but it never, it never felt practical. Mm-hmm. And so I spent a good majority of my life um, studying science. And mm-hmm. so I went to USF, and I got a degree there, and I loved my time in college. It was great, it was wonderful. Um, but then when I got out into the real world and got a real big girl job, um, it sucked. <laughs> it was bad. Like sitting and learning and being in a classroom is wonderful. It's a a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, being like in an actual like business setting just wasn't for me. And Mm -hmm. so I would spend hours in the laboratory, like when I didn't have things to do, I would just bring my laptop in and my little Huon tablet and I would just start drawing. And they're they're horrible. Like they're so (laughs) bad. I went through and looked at some of them and yeah, they're not great, but it's where I started. <laughs> I they're, like, like it, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll show them to you. Um, definitely, like, humble beginnings, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. I, it was that thing. Like, I would get into a flow state. Like, I would just be working and designing. And, like, when you find something that has challenges or struggles and, like, you actually, like, want to solve them, like, because I didn't, like, go to school for graphic design. Like, it would just be hurdle YouTube video. Hurdle right. YouTube ah. video. And so, like, when you find so something that – um, like like really like you want to solve problems for, it feels like a passion. And yeah. so I started working on that and then I would hit Dwight up. I'd be like, hey, I hate my job. Please give me some work to do, like just so I can focus on something else. And eventually he was like, will you come in for an interview? And so that's how that happened. He kept
1: bringing you up. And at that point we weren't as stable, like financially. Yeah. And we, we hadn't even like really – we were just like doing like um, profit sh- uh, split and like client mm-hmm. splits. Like there was yeah. chaos. It was just wild <laughs> yeah a lot of spreadsheets oh my god (laughs) it's horrible
3: but even in the point where you guys asked me to onboard like i was so ready to like dive into the creative world that i had this like nine to five pharmaceutical microbiology job like um and i put in my two weeks immediately Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i'll come work for you guys i don't care if this crumbles in a month i don't feel like it will but (laughs) i don't care if it does i'm ready to jump on with y'all
1: and it's such such a clutch move too because at the time we had like I think three or four graphic heavy projects, but I didn't have a pipeline like other graphics. So I was like, well, I mean, you can come work and then we'll hopefully we'll have more stuff for you to (laughs) do. And we manifested it. And then of course it just kind of goes hand in hand that every client we have needs graphics. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's been working out really well and you're fantastic, and then oh, thanks. She is. all these other little plugins that happen. It's like between Haley and Clay and Koji and Tan, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Sean's okay. And then there's all these – I always rip on <laughs> Sean in the podcast. I'm sorry. Sean's amazing. He is. But all these – this, this community we've built is vectored off of 15 years of my business experience, but any businessman could come in and, and show you how to do numbers, right? So it's really just – I just happen to have that skill set. Right. And that's what kind of was the drawstring on things. But without the talents of everybody involved, it just would not be where it is right now.
3: Yeah. And we wouldn't be anything without you because I was trying to do some freelance work previous Mm -hmm. like for bands and stuff. and. My timeline for getting work back was shitty. Like I didn't know how much to charge. It was difficult communicating. Like I can make the art and I love making it. But also having to wear that hat, um, like it just, it takes away. Like if there's like a vessel, there's yeah, it's being taken away from that.
1: Oh, I'm trying to see what's akin to. But I've had this feeling and I've committed to it for a year. And we're about six months in. So I know that I have six months left. Because the reason I started all of this in the first place is I wanted to be creative and make films and be a filmmaker. I want to make movies. That's, like, mm-hmm. my end goal. But right now, it's, like, I have to take that hat off and put it away. And yeah. it's almost like, um, I don't know, it's like becoming a werewolf and then unbecome, like, transforming overnight. And then, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is awesome. I was like, well, shit, Mr. I can't. Mr.
3: Jekyll and Dr. Hyde. Yeah,
1: but I have to, like, not be this cool thing it? for a while.
3: Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. You're the, the best. He is <laughs> useful.
1: Stage dad. But so just having to take that hat off and realize I, I can't be creative for six months i have to focus just on the mm-hmm. business to make sure everything's mm-hmm. but it's okay it's like it's like a it's a predetermined sacrifice because i know at the end of it mm-hmm. i'll be able to step back have a whole production facility in our brand new spot yeah and make films with you guys i was so, scared when yeah. you had
3: six months left when you just said that no, <laughs> yeah no like, oh
0: what's happening
3: no, yeah. no
1: no 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 no. just for to be <laughs> to be non-creative it's like to be out from behind the camera and
0: but, it sounds like you know like, what Merrick was saying is, like, when you're by yourself, you have to wear all of the hats, right? Like, you have mm-hmm. to be the sales team, the finance team. Yeah. You know, you have to be the collector of payment. You have to be the scheduler. But together, you've each found a role. And maybe that will change. Maybe, you know, for now, you're not going to be right. in a creative role. And then in a few months, you will. But well, you're, you're going to do
1: everything for me. <laughs> you're going to do all the finances and the <laughs> payroll and everything. Oh, of course. I've got your back.
0: But, like, you, you all have to now you're wearing less hats but there's are still right. different hats that maybe this week we're going to have you do this and that like dwight was saying that he's done film and he's done graphic design and you know like so
1: exactly and then you're
0: doing photography <clears throat> and it's, you know mm-hmm. so it's like you're you're all just getting to explore all these different things exactly. by knowing that you have a team to like help you with all of the hard stuff it's it, so yeah. much
3: fun it's like yeah. having it's like our own creative studio where everyone has a pillar and like everyone's yes. really good at what they do mm-hmm. and if you want to like i have never held a camera that's not an iphone and like if i wanted to learn about cameras i get to talk to clay or koji which is yeah. like two incredibly amazing people to talk to yeah, yeah.
0: what a resource for yeah. you Truth. and then that you're always going to be growing and always exploring yeah. new creative outlets you know
1: mm-hmm. absolutely wow yeah
0: Okay, Zach, tell us your story.
1: Oh Well, I'm from Mississippi, and I'm 33, 32. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Almost 33. Uh, I moved to Florida two years ago, two and a half years ago, and me and some buddies came down and didn't have a plan, just threw a dart at the map, stuck here, came down. Wow. Like in the
3: trash,
1: exactly. But I came from Mississippi, though, so it's not, yeah, bar it's was all low. relative, <laughs>
0: yeah. The right. power of relativity, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, I filmed in high school. Uh, I bought an Osmo Pocket, this little tiny camera from DJI, which is amazing, but has like a little gimbal on it. And uh, I filmed my first commercials for a local brewery, a big one, Three oh, wow. Daughters. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they let me cut my teeth in their industry with them. I was a barback uh and kegs around wow. and made heinous awful terrible commercials for them but they loved them or at least tolerated them wow and i filmed filmed my little camera and edited on their computer upstairs on their little um on the iMovie so i didn't even uh-huh. have a computer and that's where it all started <laughs> oh, and they were cool about it and we had like a little pod series like a vlog series for them wow and then that was the genesis from like inception to mm-hmm. my business was open
4: mm-hmm. i got an
1: llc i was gonna start a youtube channel with my buddy bob who works for part-time for us mm-hmm. but that um that series never had fizzled never took off uh-huh. and so that became the he kind of took a step to the side and was like well i'm going for it and i started doing videos and content and reached out to my network of people like dwight was saying and mm-hmm. just started hustling because i hated being behind the bar that wasn't in my life anymore and uh yeah. Just started working hard, and then two years later, fast forward, we have a twenty thousand square foot facility <laughs> downtown St. Pete. Yep. Yeah, uh, we have a graphics department. We have um, website, video, sound, um, film, everything. Wow. Full stop. Creative marketing, and two years ago, I had the vision, but I didn't have the path. And now we have, we've trodden the path together, which is yeah. pretty cool. It is cool, man. But yeah, so now we're here.
0: So, what are what what are the, like the kind of differences day-to-day of working all together versus when you are all trying to find gigs on your own. and
1: It's night and day, man. Mm -hmm. I would say that here's like the biggest things when you're doing this. If if you're in a different city, if you're watching this and you want to pull together, Mm -hmm. make sure that you find people you can work with. Mm -hmm. That's like the most important thing. Find people who are not creatively competing, but they're creatively in line with what your journey and path is going to be. Find morals, find direction, and find like just a, a group of friends who you can mm-hmm. work with. Once you have that, you're good. But delineate responsibilities in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Delineate who does what, how clients get onboarded, and what you offer the clients is different than you did when you're a freelancer because that's what you have to present them. And so a lot of times if you're if you're super talented, they'll kind of go with it just to see. Mm-hmm. But you have like a two-month grace period with your client to really deliver a new – more robust package video mm-hmm. whatever it is and you have to have that outlined in the beginning so if okay. your body's a graphic designer and you're a video guy you're like let's come together you need to have a package and a website update and an yeah. offering price guy like dwight was saying and
2: mm-hmm. you, you
1: roll in there ready to hey i can make you awesome thumbnails graphics a new menu for your restaurant kick-ass videos and i can help you update your website and you, you come in heavy with it and they'll appreciate it more and wow then the business side of it, just accounting, mm-hmm. yep. um, LLC, what kind of business you are, mm-hmm. state, federal laws, um, yeah. insurance, equipment, um, inventory, all these small things. Yeah. But that's it. I mean. Wow. Spend six months and you can do it.
0: Six months. That's huh? a lot. Yeah.
1: It
2: is, and time time flies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: quarantine really time does. too. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. <laughs> a whole different pressure mm, mm-hmm. cooker. Quarantine yeah. helped
1: me though, because my yeah, dad. Yeah, let's
0: talk about that a little.
1: Well, my dad was sick at the time. He's doing well now, but we were, um, we were getting him ready for surgery, mm-hmm. and uh, COVID happened. So I was, I had lost my job because the gym I worked at closed down.
4: Mm-hmm. The
1: brewery was closed down, so I didn't really have anything. My freelance dried up, so I moved home temporarily with my parents to help them get ready, and I used that three month period to like build a business plan, apply for funding, grants, all the things that were laid out and presenting themselves as like an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I really capitalized on that. And so, I mean, I got, you know, for me, a decent amount of money. Yeah. And I put all that in the business and bought equipment, geared up, got accounting, got Mm -hmm. um, things I couldn't have made sense in my budget for being a freelancer. I was like, all right, I'm going to build this business plan, hit up all my friends who I've worked with and get them on board. And for the most part, it's worked out. Yeah. Seamlessly, yeah. I mean, there's small hiccups you're going to have, yeah. Interpersonal stuff, things that don't work out with like certain members, yeah. But no, no hardships, no like bad blood, just things. right.
0: Just there's a lot of moving parts when you yeah. have more many people and they all come from different places and yeah. different clients, and
1: yeah. <laughs> but COVID was definitely like a powerful incubator, yeah,
0: for sure. Wow, what was
3: really important too, like, especially anyone, anyone working like a nine to five job in the um like COVID quarantine period that remained working there, mm-hmm. um, there was serious implications that people would be laid off. We just yeah. didn't know like how far and how wide this was going to go.
0: Yeah. And so
3: for the very first time, people were able to ask themselves, like, what does it feel yeah. like if I don't work here?
0: Yes. like And it was a serious question because before yourself. you
3: could brush it off as like, mm, that's stupid. I would never do that. Like, right. you have to have a job. I need, I need to work here. Yeah. You know, this is professional. But for the very first time, you could say, actually that kind of sounds nice like i don't want i don't want to work here yeah. right. and a lot of people jumped ship yeah a lot of people said i don't like good i'm glad i got fired or good yeah. i am glad I got laid off right like, now mm-hmm. is the time to change the covid pivot and it's i definitely oh, yeah. i don't want to like like make light of this horrible horrible pandemic of course, that happened of but there's good things that happened as well
0: yeah yeah i think you know being let go from a job, you know, where you never really questioned if you liked it or not. You just went because mm-hmm. you needed to. And then having that decision be made for you yeah, really gives you that opportunity to say, you know what? There's always I've always kind of wanted to do this. and yeah. Now- well, the world
1: kept turning after you got fired, right? Yeah. Like, oh, your world didn't end. You're okay. Yeah. You
0: know? So a lot of people, it turned out to be a gift. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: It was kind of strange. Like even during COVID, like I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was laid off and uh and i was kind of like i was kind of sweating bullets like i'm sure yeah damn i need to pay i need to pay rent i gotta like i gotta live i gotta eat and then I actually picked up a job uh, a great job in the middle of covid wow and worked there for about four months yeah
3: there for it's about, called like, oz like, i don't for
2: know for about about if strip club on you about about <laughs> <laughs> did,
3: did that make, makes total sense
2: didn't make much money there no. unfortunately <laughs>
0: Really surprised um, by
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> I should have went with more color. Mm, we are not sponsored by
0: Oz. <laughs> I was
2: yeah. Off but to see the wizard. <laughs> picked up a good job during, during COVID and wow. then just immediately quit it. Why? You know, uh, after like, I was there for about a month.
1: Is that it? I thought it was longer yeah. than that. It was a month. No way.
2: And um, I was a um, I was a PA like for, for about four months in the yeah. beginning of the year. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And then they brought me back for like the big boy role, uh-huh. you know. And I was there for for a month.
1: And um, perpetual Zoom meetings. Yeah.
2: yeah. I remember that. And that was that was tough. Oh, like um, I was a producer <laughs> for for a television um, company, and uh-huh. but I was also like I was working with Coastal. But also going through meetings with them at the studio, living and a know, double life. Yeah, exactly, it, was, it really was. And um, yeah, but I just saw more promise in what we were doing um, with with Coastal and like the and the team. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was just every day it was just kicking me out of that place, like interesting, you know, and just inching me out. And then one day I was, I sat there, I had a yeah, log I, I had to log in into the um, into my computer to have like to have my morning meeting at 9 30 and it was about 9 15 and I was just sitting there and I was looking at Zach and it was just us two in the studio and I was like dude I'm gonna do it <laughs> dude I'm gonna do it I said what are you gonna do he's like what are you
1: gonna do, he was like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm worried I'm like
2: I'm about to quit and I was like you want to help me draft up this email and yeah and that was it I I contacted them Took the and leap. talked to them and and just and let them go
0: what Okay, so there. It seems like there are like two types of people. Like one that would just keep reporting to that nine thirty morning meeting and never question yeah. it, and that's just their life. Well, and then there's the people that, like, their soul, their heart is telling them that there's something else. Like
2: that's that, that, that's exactly it. Yeah. And, um, to um,
0: how do you know which type you are? Like,
2: well, here's the thing about that. When I got my first uh, graphic design job. I was I was super pumped, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I'm making a whopping fifteen bucks an hour. Here. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm 25. Yes. And um and and I was like I was like, I was really jazzed up about that job. Mm-hmm. And about a year and six months in. And keep in mind, our uh, the art department was a was a dimly lit room with no windows, oh. and so we were like trolls in there. It was like it was like fifteen, was like 15 <laughs> of us just staring at this computer screen, just <laughs> clicking. All you heard her was clicking. Couldn't talk, or like our boss would be like, "Hey, hey, hey. keep clicking." <laughs> and so we had our headphones on, listening to music, just making just making logos like an assembly line. Like wow. we, we had to like crank out sixty logos a week. Whoa! Damn. And then uh, and if you That's did insane. and if you did one more logo, like. Any, any logo after 60, you will get $5 commission. So I was banging out like 125 logos a week. Wow. And so, and I did that for a year and six months. And so, um so it's safe to say that I was like, I was burnt. I was burnt out. Yeah. And so after a year and six months, I remember sitting there and pushing away from the desk and looking at, looking at everyone just kind of like plugged in and and that and something just kind of came over me. I was like, I can't be here anymore. Wow! And so immediately, I wrote my uh, my art director and told her, "I was like, hey, I have to go." And I was like, I don't know why, but I just need to leave. Um, I don't have any backup plan or anything. I just, I just you need could to just leave. feel it. I just felt it yeah. in every atom of my body. And so wow. I got up, I started packing up my stuff in the mi- in midday, and my coworkers were like, Dwight, what are you doing? And I was just taking pictures off my wall. I was like, I have to go.
4: Hmm.
2: And I put everything in a box and just walked out. And I said the cheesiest thing before I walked out. I was like, <gasps> follow your dreams. And then, I, and then I closed the door. Oh, that's beautiful. I left. But what, I, what I've <laughs> noticed like with, throughout my career is um, I would find myself in, in those places again. Mm-hmm. And what I realized too after leaving that job um, and as soon as you fill it, you know, like and then you leave this, it's like a, you're stepping into a big window of opportunity. Opening, and so yeah. when I stepped into it, it was like, maybe a month later, I got a bigger opportunity. Wow. And I took that and I was there for a year and four months. And so I went from designing like high school, like clothes, you know, and like sweatpants and things like that and jerseys to designing for like, Capcom and Harry Potter and you know like Fallout boy designing stuff for wow. them. So it was a huge jump, but like I you have to feel it and not put it to the side yeah. and really go for it for and sure. that's what I did. So I was there for a year and 4 months and I felt the same thing kind of come over me and I was like, "Oh, damn. It's mm-hmm. happening again. I have to go." <laughs> so you so, always
0: follow your gut.
2: So I kept following my gut mm-hmm. and um and it kept leading me to Bigger opportunities, wow. and so I noticed that pattern like like later on. And uh, so when I picked guys, up, how
0: long has he been here? I know. Look, I think about it every day. I wake up <laughs> I
1: and I'm like, I hope he's <laughs> here
2: today. Yeah, I oh. um, but, but what I did tell myself is like after I got my um uh, when I was a TV um when I was producing television, mm-hmm. I was like, this is great, this is fantastic. I can learn so much from this mm-hmm. job and apply it to to what I'm right. what I'm, a, I'm I'm about to do with uh, with Normal Network and Coastal Creative. Yeah, and and that's the thing about looking at this company and seeing like what this company is turning into. Um, like all of our past experiences and skills, like working on set on like um TV shows mm-hmm. and television and then graphic design and animation yeah. and all these things, like we're applying all of that to to coastal creative yeah, and they coastal were such a gift. And now this company is 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 like a Hodgepodge of like exactly. a tea, like a television production like company and like an animation studio, and like yeah, and a restaurant,
0: microbiology um, or something. Yeah, like.
2: yeah, throw it in there. And, <laughs> yeah, um, but I think that's 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 the cool part about it. It's like, but to um, finish, like what um, yeah. what you asked, and um, it's just like when, once you fill it, you go for it, and uh, mm-hmm. that window of opportunity will be there for you. On, wow. On, but if you put it to the side, put that filling to the side, then that that window is going to close. You'll, yep,
1: I'll miss it.
0: And no. it sounds like you guys have no regrets about the jobs that you Zero. did have, no because they taught you unexpected yeah. things that you're Absolutely. now able to apply to this. Yep.
1: yep. I mean, I've never wanted to work for anybody else before, and I've mm-hmm. had small businesses in the past, and I've gen- like general managed restaurants and bars mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But I'll never go back to working for a person again. Because why? It's just terrible. The last person It's, <laughs> it's just, just, just terrible. Right oh,
0: okay. I remember similar to what Dwight was
1: saying, I worked at this bar in Mississippi and you know, I don't I don't drink anymore. It's just like a personal choice. But yeah. at the time I was drinking beer, hanging out, having fun, like living college life yeah. at 30 or no, 29. Eh, you
4: know.
1: Whatever. Super and, senior. But I was running this bar having a good time and just some kind of things happened that were kind of out of my control, but it kind of like woke me up to the reality of like there's more to it than just this. You're doing well for yourself, but this is not really what you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've always wanted to make movies. You've always thought about it. You've always pretended to be like an art, a director, like kind of. Yeah. Type. Like live, your live your truth. Don't be live a lie. Yeah. And uh, but I got transferred down to this other restaurant within the same company. It was like mm-hmm. a fine dining kind of place. Yeah. And they were trying to promote me up to GM, and I just I was such a just a wet blanket down there because I hated it. I hated being there. Mm-hmm. And I was just half assing it, didn't want to commit to it, and just drawing a paycheck. Yeah. And one day he had pulled me into the office and said, hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm going to fire you. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, <laughs> bye, nice. he's don't like don't we're cool, bye. right? And so like, can yeah. I leave now? Or? And, uh, no way. He's like, what's up with you? I was like, dude, I was like, I'm just miserable, man. He's like, yeah, everybody knows. I, was yeah. like, I wasn't like being a bad person or anything. I was no, just, yeah. Just, I didn't want to be there. Yeah. And so I pulled Ripcord and uh, came to Florida soon mm-hmm. after. And that was kind of. The Great Awakening. So they right? almost gave you
0: permission. Like they gave you yeah. that push you needed. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to do it anyways, but I was, I had to be in Mississippi for like a, I was going through like a, some financial stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had to be there for a court hearing. Yeah, yeah. I was just tied there for a couple more months. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had two months just to kind of chill and I was having some weird other stuff happening, but I just read books and listened to music. Yeah. And went to the coffee shop every day and just lived. Wow. And thought about what I wanted to do and that's what it was, is like to make movies. So that was the beginning of like the, Seed that planted that turned into like a move, which turned mm-hmm. into, like buying a little Osmond pocket, which became like making commercials, and like it all came. That's, in like that's awesome, yeah, place, yeah. man. Yeah. But it
0: takes time.
1: It takes mm-hmm. it takes working five thousand Sunday blue plate special days. Just <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm done with this. I'm done with. You this. guys
0: all seem so confident. Like you just <laughs> trust your gut and you just go for it and you take the risk. You take the leap. Have you guys ever had like self doubt? Like. Absolutely.
3: Crippling self-doubt. <laughs> Every day, imposter syndrome. I think yeah. you live really. through so much imposter syndrome that you become one with the imposters around you and you're like, if I'm here, I must be here. Like, I must. Yeah. how does anyone else get here? And you mm-hmm. learn
1: from the better imposter. Like, oh, this guy's really good at talking Yeah, to you. yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Among so, us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, Dwight, like you were on like big sets and stuff. Like you've probably seen some like, you know, very experienced people in your field. And yeah. like, do you feel like, everybody's just an imposter or you know like the the yeah what are your thoughts on that
2: unfortunately yeah um <laughs> like
0: it's less intimidating when you actually get to know these people mm-hmm. and
2: there's some rare folks just like they got it you know yeah. i mean i found out like i guess the hard way of like the politics with uh, mm. with with companies and like um you yeah. especially the the television industry yeah um Cause man, I was just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm a producer." Yes, this is gonna be a wholesome experience. This is amazing, you know. Um, I my second month there, I pitched a. um, They're like, we're we're like number three, um, like top three, like networks right now. So we're doing good, but we need to figure out how to to rebrand this uh, this company. And so we had this um, this board meeting with uh, all the producers. And I came up with this idea um, for like an original series, mm-hmm. and I pitched it. I pitched it to everybody, and they they wrote it down. They sent it to like our higher ups mm-hmm. and um, the executive producers. And a couple of weeks later, the director knocks on my door and he say, "Hey, we're gonna green light the the series, Whoa, green light. <clears throat> and we're gonna make you a producer on it." And so I was like holy shit yeah. like two months in in a uh, yeah. greenlit you know tv show and so I was the produ- producer there I wanted to like I wanted to direct it but I knew that I was like so fresh so like mm-hmm. young in, in the in the business I, was, I didn't want to like drop the ball majorly so um, we passed it on to a senior producer to, mm-hmm. to, to lead the direction I created like mood boards and all these things wow. like how it should look and like what we can do I wanted to Go more Vice style with it. And, uh, and then we ended up like just doing it on, on set in a, in a dimly lit studio. And I wasn't a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it involved the FBI and like FBI agents and wow. all these things. And it was a really cool like experience. But later um, when the show aired, the the rankings shot up, you know. And, um, and we had this meeting of like just congratulating everyone on these projects and they were just like, yeah, and um, you know, the show is doing amazing. Our numbers are really high, like a uh, all time high. And let's give it up for so and so, like the the director, and Man. just everyone just applauded him. And I was just like, whoa, oh my god. And I remember looking across at my my supervisor because she knows so I, I've released all my grievances about mm-hmm. the whole thing sure. to her, and she looked at me and she was just like, I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> wow.
2: And so, like,
1: in was—that's the so, Game of Thrones stuff, bro. It,
2: it was, man. And um, but I kind of like took a took a like major step back, mm-hmm, um, I'm from sure. how I from how I viewed um this this business and the people around me, and um, and because I went from just being so excited to being like, damn, I really need to focus on my own thing. Now.
0: Yeah, right. I yeah. can't trust these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and wow. so, and so that gave me like didn't really give me like a lot of like doubt um, Mm -hmm. at that time. It just gave me like doubt and like who I should trust.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And that kind of like messed me up a little bit.
0: I'm sure. For sure,
2: man. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Speaking of trust, we trust you a lot. (laughs) Oh, course. And I will say just to kind of put a feather in the cap on this thing is that working with an accountant, the second you're able to get there, get there because Mm -hmm. that helps with, the confidence of your company, knowing you're in the right direction, you can trust people, and yeah. just having those numbers secured so then you can focus on the business so you don't have to have, you can really focus on relationships and making your employees feel like they are where they need to be, They, you want to hear from them, you want to get feedback, you want to not just be a monolith of a you know, <laughs> company where it's like you are the other yeah. So, right having a, a great numbers person somebody who keeps you on track and can touch yeah. with you and give you pL's and give you mm-hmm. payroll advice and where to spend money where to not yeah it's invaluable so I mean, there's yeah. definitely value to it so I can <laughs> keep going with what you got but uh, I think that we're all doing so well because of people like you oh, absolutely yeah oh, absolutely.
0: Well, it's an honor and it, I mean it's just such a dream for me to get to live vicariously through you guys and just watch what you're what you're doing and i mean well hey you
1: got some big stuff coming too yeah
0: yeah well thanks to you i mean it's (laughs) and it's like that whole community thing of just finding community and you know finding even other businesses that you can throw work back and forth to and just like you know who would have thought that an accountant you know could share you know a space and share absolutely you know commonalities with a bunch of creatives but you know it's like we can use all our different parts of our brains and Hundred percent. Yeah. This
2: place is a gigantic brain. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I
0: mean, we—the <laughs> brain.
2: Actually, we, Merrick, what kind of brain.
1: organism would we be if we were?
3: So, according yes, to my us. definition of an organism, um, we are one.
1: Are we amoebic? What are we?
3: No. Yeah, um, potentially. <laughs> potentially, there is. Do we? Do we want to do like a nerd thing or right anything? I think. I'm I think giving you an opportunity. <laughs> it's an accounting thing. podcast, so I think
0: I think we want to do a
3: nerd. Thing. Um, someone, some big. Wig science person wrote a paper on if... Um,
1: you don't want to name drop It's so cool. No, yeah.
3: I'm not going to name drop. <laughs> no, we're not sponsored by them. Um, they wrote a paper on is Walmart an organism. And uh-huh. so it's just the idea of like um, having this multi-system part beast that's able to take things in, create energy, and then output. Wow. And like it's essentially an organism by like the, the very strict definition.
0: Dang.
1: So, we are an organism.
3: It has a nucleus and organelles. Yes, organelles. I remember all <laughs> those, that. those are, vocab words. Yeah. A mitochondria. And a, uh, what is mitochondria? Is that the thing? shell? Yeah, mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, yeah. And right now, it's the phrytochondria, the haunted house of the cell. It's <laughs> hey. Hey.
1: That's terrible.
0: <laughs> wow. That, okay, we can't end with that because. No, I mean, we're not going. That's to. just. I mean, (laughs) don't include that. No, please include (laughs) that. It's an accounting podcast. It has to be nerdy. No, I love that. And that, I mean, but that just, for me, motivates me to want to like, okay, how does an organism work? Like, how can I be a part of, like, how can this, how can we keep that energy of Mm -hmm. it being an organism? Mm -hmm. Because organisms do pretty well, I feel like, you know, like not a bad model for us, you know? That's true. I, I think that's incredible. And you are the
1: mitochondria for sure. Yeah. You're a powerhouse. Me? Oh, yeah. no. I'm Me?
0: Merrick. Maybe Merrick.
1: No, we're the nucleus. We're collectively the nucleus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The nucleus. The nucleus. Okay.
0: All right. I Sean's one of those weird little exactly. things.
1: That <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. What are those called? Like the things that move them? <laughs> Oh, With the protein
0: um, Oh, uh, f- yeah. uh,
3: cytokines, <laughs> and they like walk along. And, I don't so want to do cilia this. Cilia or, or what, what the are the Cilia little- are on the outside. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, you so guys, many guys, I spent have four <laughs> years studying biology. Sean's <laughs> yeah. a
2: yeah. 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 cilia? Yeah.
3: Yeah. He's internal. He doesn't doesn't make sense. No. but It doesn't have to make sense. But so. it is a
0: word that mm, relates to yeah. this topic. So you guys did we're,
3: really good. You're doing
0: great. Thank you. Little gold stars for both of you. Thank this you. This is so from much. Mississippi
1: Educational. <laughs> yeah, too. and that, I mean
0: that's. I mean, <laughs> saying
1: something yeah. public.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, my I have one last question. Okay. And cool. thank you so much for all giving me so much of your time thank today. Thank you very much. My last question is, and I want you each to say separately what because because you all, even though you're one now, you're still all your own people, right? And mm-hmm. you're your own creatives, and your you have all of your own visions, and you've just agreed to share them with each other essentially, but you're still your own people, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So what are your goals? Like what's gonna happen next?
1: Goals, okay.
0: And okay. you could take that as like this week or in mm-hmm. 10 years or like what, I feel like you guys are the type of people that have so much drive that like you already are thinking of like what's gonna come. Yeah. So like what's what's gonna come?
1: Okay, well I'll start, I okay. guess. So my goals in the immediate future, meaning the next two to five years, okay, I want to create a community of creative people at Coastal Creative, Mm -hmm. and I want to help foster growth and change and hope within St. Petersburg and Tampa Mm -hmm. um, while also cultivating an event space where we host things that are just cool for us, cool Mm -hmm. for the community, and just that promote community progress, small businesses, um, independent contractors. Mm -hmm. So essentially that looks like freelancers who do video, photo, creative graphics Mm -hmm. can come share space with us on a monthly basis. And small businesses can incubate within us. And we can produce videos and photos on a larger scale to help the little man. And ultimately I want to make movies. That's my goal personal.
0: That sounds incredible. Sign me up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dwayne, what do you think? Um,
2: to, in the next two to five years, I'd like to be right by Zach, helping yeah. him cultivate I need that, you there, uh, man. That helping, means he's not leaving. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> fine. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. We have it on tape now. To help him, yeah. I really want to help him uh, cultivate the, what, what we're doing here at Coastal Creative. Um, personal goal, I, I would like to direct an animated series. Um, it's been a big dream of mine for like 14 years now. Wow. Um, I would like to do that and really um, – You know, push um, the normal network initiative of Mm -hmm. like just creating original content. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm kind of like, I'd like to coin normal network as like St. Pete's Netflix. Um, But what I what I mean by that is like creating original um, series and content and shows, um, utilizing the creatives in St. Pete mm -hmm. to create those programs.
1: Dude, don't you have a studio now? I too. I too.
2: What?
0: How has yeah. it taken this long for you to tell us? <laughs> what does that even mean?
2: Coastal Creative, and I needed Coastal Creative to be to be that um, that that powerhouse and that production um, willhouse to really um, make these visions come to life. Because before it was just me with the camera, just trying right. to do everything. Right. And we noticed that on, on our first original like short how well this team uh, works together. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Now that um, you have the
0: infrastructure.
2: Yep, yeah, to, to create more of um, um, of a lineup of original shows and content with the, with the Coastal team. Yeah. Wow. So,
0: you guys want to do fun things.
2: We yeah. do, absolutely. absolutely. We just want
3: to have fun. Yeah, um, so next two to five years, definitely um, want to be a part of the vision here at Coastal, but I'd really like to lean into um, like Tactical art, it sounds kind of combative, but I not that way. Tactile, like, sorry, tactile. Um, like <laughs> tactical <laughs> art.
1: <laughs> Pens would shoot guns. <laughs> Paint guns is what that is.
0: Okay, um, explain tactile art to us.
3: Um, so like murals, um, okay. painting signs. Is that the right word? Should I be using
1: another word? Tactile is correct. I think. Tactile? Yeah. Okay. Tactical right? is
3: not, but tactile. Tactile, is. tactile is fine.
0: means like you can touch
3: it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, murals on walls, chalkboards, paintings, like really, really getting to use my hands. Um, and cool. then long term goal is to maybe shepherd Coastal Creative to the PNW.
0: <laughs> what does that mean?
3: Like um, take Coastal Creative to Seattle. <laughs> Oh,
1: okay, uh, like West Coast, NW. yeah. Oh, Another I coast. Okay. I thought
0: that was like an art thing, and I was the like, ooh, maybe that's like B roll or something. <laughs> she lost know. me
1: too. I was like, I was like, yeah, of course, I know what that means I had no yeah. idea. <laughs>
0: <Totally>. Okay.
1: <laughs> she wants to get lost in the woods. So you want to yeah. be
0: um, bi-coastal? Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So. If Coastal. If anyone's creative, listening, bi-coastal
0: creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what do you want, people? How can how can all the hundreds of thousands of people listening first, help you do these things.
1: I also want to take a moment to say that you make the mundane and the boring very creative and pleasant to interact oh, with. Oh,
0: thank you. So don't
1: box yourself in so you're not creative because you're very creative. So, I
0: like to surround myself around the right people thank and you. just like pray that a little bit of it can like...
1: <laughs> and, don't, and don't
2: just take that as like a compliment either. Like take it as like... Yeah, absolutely. That's the truth.
0: That's the
3: truth.
1: All right. I could have gone with any accountant because of you. And like I walked into your space. I was like, damn, this feels warm and inviting. This feels creative. It feels the right place. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're cool. You're cool.
0: Yeah. Wow. I've been waiting (laughs) 32 years for someone to say that to me. Never (laughs) happened in high school. Never happened in college. But it happened today.
1: That's right. This is the one you get from us. Wow.
0: And that all the time. (laughs) That's a big compliment from this crowd. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So, okay. So, what can people do to help you get to these goals?
1: Well, I would Manifest. say, yeah, if you Just support, support. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're looking for a space to create in, come holler at us. We'll mm-hmm. we'll work with you. We'll get you in here as in whatever capacity you need. We're on peer space, but we like to keep local. So, mm-hmm. if you want to do photos, videos, work in a space that helps you create anything, products it can be whatever you want to develop. Hit us up and we'll let you in and we'll check it out and we'll work with you. Cool. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. And all of our links will be, I'm sure, in the. Uh,
0: yeah. So, how what's the best way if they do want to do that? How can they get in touch with you? Uh,
1: our website, you can go to coastalcreativetv.com, mm-hmm. or hit us up on Instagram at coastalcreative.tv. Okay. And then all of us, our names are just at coastalcreativetv.com. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This Thank was you for having us. So much fun. Absolutely. Yeah, so Thank excited you. to watch you all grow.
2: Absolutely. Likewise. Thank you, ma'am. Hey.
0: Thanks. <laughs> If you have any questions for us or need help getting started, check us out on social media. We are on Instagram at Conscious Accounting and our website is conscious-accounting.com or you could email us at info at conscious-accounting.com.